Hello, people. What's up, guys? Welcome to Candid Combos with Cam. Obviously, I'm your host, Cam. And what's good? Hoping everybody is doing well. I mean, we are in supposed, we're supposedly in spring. Um, I thought I was going to be cute because I saw the sun. See, this is one of the derivatives of when you have kids and you marry busy. You don't really pay attention to a lot of things. So you wake up. I see the sun. I never watch the weather. The mo- I don't know why. I never watch the weather. I literally look outside. The sun's outside. I'm like, boom, that's it. So I'm like, okay. So I'm assuming we are in April. So I said, let me put on my little, um, you know, the ankle pants, your ankle slacks, okay? And then my little flats or whatever. I got my little trench coat on and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking I'm cute. Get, <laughs> I get outside. I'm like, oh, my ankles are a little cold or whatever. So obviously it ain't, it ain't quite the time, but okay. But it's still, I take it. It ain't snow. And it's not raining. So we'll take that. So, um, yeah, don't be like me. Like, <laughs> look at your phone for the weather or turn the TV on real quick before you go. Um, but anyway, um, besides that, praying everybody is well. Help praying that God has covered all of us and our families, you know. And, um, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about some reality reels, I guess. It's a show that I watch. It's called Seeking Sister Wives. And it's on TLC. Um, what's today? Today's so it comes on, on Mondays on TLC at eight o'clock. It is in the second season. So don't judge me, but I'm gonna explain to you. Like, I'm a little bit low-key obsessed with polygamy and 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 in a way, right? Because I always think it's just so interesting because, like, who voluntarily signs up to have one husband and take on mad women as wives? You know, it's very it's very interesting. But it also shows you just how sick and crazy and damaged and, 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 and sad it could be as well. So I do watch these things, right? So it's in the second season. So we we I'm a obviously I am a black woman. Let's be clear. I don't know if that needed to be um made clear, but I am a black woman. And um, you know, as black people culturally, we always be like, Oh, that's the white people, to, you know, that's WPs. You don't say white people, WPs. That's WP stuff, we don't do that, whatever. But I started watching the show because there was a, a black couple on here, right? And I mean, they about as black as you get. They black, black. But they like crystal wearing, chakra, ashe black people, right? So like dreadlocks, essential oil, very um um lavender and, you know, in that, in that vein, right? So they're, they're kind of black people. They got dreadlocks, you could tell, natural. They probably use natural deodorant. They, I think they vegan or raw or whatever. So, right, they're the Snowdens, right? So, last last season, they had a girlfriend. They had courted this girl 
like a totally different from the wife that he have now, which makes sense because why would you court the same type of thing when you can have options, right? This girl, she was like, she was black, but she was like mixed. So she was like, I think she was like from Alaska though. Nice looking, um, super duper light skin, light skin, mixy skin, um, curly hair, pretty tall. She had a nice little body on her, no children. That's the thing I'm saying. Girl, y'all don't got no kids, and y'all sign up for to be in a marriage when the girl, the lady have three kids, right? The original wife. So they was dating her, and what happened was when they date, right? So the husband goes on, like, traditional dates, like out to dinner, whatever, doing little different activities. So last season, he went on a date with, like, at least, like, two women. So, but what happened was he slept, he went on a date with one of the women, not the woman they chose, but one of the women had sex with her the first day. So then they in the one-on-one and the wife, he's talking. He was like, yeah, you know, the date was good. We, you know, had intimacy. And the the wife looked at him like, y'all had what? So she was like, oh, I didn't know that's what we was doing. He was like, I'm sorry. I misstepped this, that, the third. So I'm, that thing was very tense in that one-on-one or whatever. So then he goes and he dates the girl that they, they had originally chose. And I'm trying to think, no, they didn't have sex because she jumped on top of that. She was like, listen, you're going to date her. Ain't no sex. Ain't no nothing. The only thing you could do is kiss and that's it. So it was crazy because they sexual chemistry, which of course is going to be crazy because you've been married to the same person for all this time. Not that the other woman is any quote unquote better, but it is different. And you know, men, you know, and, and women, don't let me say that, and women. Imagine you've been with your man for all these years. You get, you get up with another man, hugging up on another man. I mean, it ain't going to feel bad. I don't think, especially if you think the other man's attractive as well. So, okay. So they date this girl. This girl have never been a polygamist. She's never been in a multiple marriage. She's not a Mormon. She's not really super um, religious. She just out here. Because my thing is this. It's so crazy to me. What kind of single, good-looking woman with no kids goes to look for a multiple marriage? You don't want your own husband? Or your own man? It's just so crazy. So, like, so that's how, okay, so they got together. So then they they was like, this is working. The wife, she's a weirdo. I'm still trying to figure out what's her deal because they claim in a real polygamous relationship, the ladies don't be with the ladies. The two ladies or three ladies only be with the man, you know? So I don't know, but the, the ladies always seem a little, like, flirty in a way I, I don't and it's like it's sisterly it's sisterly love it's sisterly bond because apparently the point is to have someone like your sister so bonded to you and I don't know y'all gonna be there for each other forever but my thing is where are y'all friends at y'all ain't got no friends where's your own sister where's your nieces where's your where's your cousin shit I like good good comforting relationships with women because that's how you that's like your um your sister your soul sister all of that i got friends i got cousins 
I got my mother. I got all of that. Like, I don't think I want another whole woman to bring in my house and sleep with my husband so I can have a friend. I don't know. It's just weird. But anyway, so now he dates her, the, 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 the main wife. First of all, and I don't even think the main wife and him is really married. I got an issue with that, but we'll get back to that later on. So now the main wife is like in charge, right? So the first wife is like the boss bitch. She basically brings you in, tells you what to do. Um, so now for the Snowdens, right? Because I told you they very like ashe, ashe, right? So she was telling her, before we have you have sex with my husband, with our husband, right? You got to get a veggie steam. You got to go raw vegan diet for like a month. You got to do all of this to prepare your body to sleep with this Negro, that thing wore me out because it's like, girl, you want to boil her vagina on the veggie steam, but he done went out here on one date and, and, and smashed old girl. You ain't even know. Right? So I don't know. I, I don't know. The whole thing is kind of crazy. All right. So now he she, now they having sex. You can hear them having sex. Now the lady meets all the kids. So now the kids is calling and they got young kids. They got like two daughters and a son, or or maybe even three daughters, cause they all got dreads. So I don't really be knowing, but I think it's two, two daughters and a son. And I mean, they got a baby, baby at this time. So the the babies know the ladies hugging them, mommy, oh mommy. It's so weird. So I'm saying to myself, when I was a single woman, like okay, pre baby single woman, um, way snatch snatch. Okay, out here cute. I don't want to go into a family with three children. Who want to do that? But I think the first wife, the plan of it is that, yo, let's get somebody in here to help us clean this house, have these kids. Some kind of like culty, menagerie type of vibe. I don't know. The whole thing just, I'm still like processing it. So then they get together. He proposes. So this is the this is the shit. When you propose in they kind of relationship, you get an ankle bracelet. You don't you don't get a ring. So now this girl don't okay. So now it's time to meet the family. So now this wife, her mother, she got a black black mother. I mean, wig on, short style wig on. Chop to the side, covering the eye. Okay, black mama, black black. Okay, got the attitude. Mother's mother was really cute. So the mother's like, "Why are you doing this? What is this? What are they giving you? You in a cult?" <laughs> it was crazy because like the normal black mother response if you came home and told her that you joining a whole nother family as a secondary. Okay. So, fine. The mother was like, I hate this idea. I don't like this. But this what you want to do. I guess I'm going to be there because it's a wedding. So, they had a three-person wedding. So, now, on your wedding day, second wife. Now, you already got to be called the second wife. And, I mean, who want to be second? Who gets raised to be second? I don't get that. But, okay, you already got to be second. So, now, not only do you got to be second... Check this out. Dun, dun, dun. You got to share your wife 
your, I mean, your wedding with the first wife because the first wife gets to walk down the aisle as, as well and get dressed up as well and be in your picture. Nope, I can't. I would that would be no good, right? So now they got this three person wedding. It was fine. It was cute for whatever it is. So now they get married. You thinking, oh, happy ever after. Kiss her. He, she, he kissed her and then kissed the other one. Nasty. Oh, anybody knows me? No. Kissing. Oh, I am so funny about that. I think that people are nasty. I don't think that people brush their teeth. I don't think that people floss. It's, it's like, ugh. But whatever. All right. And then I feel like mouths are nasty, men are nasty, where's your mouth been? You know, I got them kind of hang-ups, that's just me. But obviously, these people do not, right? So now, they get married, the season ends, everything supposed to be all good in the hood, right? Boom, season two comes on. So I see it, I'm like, oh shoot, this is my show. Then I see on the um coming attractions, the Snowdens are still there. I'm like, oh cool, let me see. I'm, I'm like... I'm sure this girl done been knocked up. I'm sure they done got another baby. I'm sure they doing, doing, doing. Get on there. First, first, the first scene. Snowden's in there looking sad and stupid. What happened to y'all? Old girl left. The second wife, he said one day she woke up, sent the text. I'm out. I was like, yo, she texted him, I'm leaving. That is legendary. That girl got in there because it all looked good and cute, I guess, to somebody who obviously looking for something different. You know, people be into a lot of shit. People into a lot of weird, freaky shit. Okay? People are into a lot of shit. And I guess people are into multiple partners. People are into watching people. So I get it. That might be something. She was like, yeah, this might not be so bad. But let me tell you something about people. No, let me tell you something, period. I was a woman who didn't have kids for a long period of time. I have one child. I'm good, okay? And I can't imagine being young, footloose, and fancy free, sharing a penis knowingly with another woman, knowingly, pH balances knowingly, and then got to go tend to her three children no, that sounds like very enslaved and made. Like, I don't want that. I know how tired I am tending to my own child, tending to my own husband, tending to my own house, working, having a business. I'm tired. I can't imagine you literally being second wife. You're not even literally married, um, legally married. You ain't entitled to any of the benefits. You are basically disposable, spending your young, good old body years Wasting your vagina mileage on somebody else's husband who at the end of the day got these kids with this lady and if it don't go down, you still out. Who wanna do that? Obviously not old girl. So now the Snowdens, same black couple, they looking for a girlfriend. But guess what they got now? They looking for two girlfriends. They ain't nothing but a bunch of old swinging. I don't even get it. Like, they whole thing, I don't get it. So now, they on their 90-day fiancé shit, right? They go find a girl in South Africa. 
nice looking girl, different, eclectic, looked like she into a few things. She got a little ball shaved head and a little bit of blonde hair on the top. Cute little body. She got two daughters. She's a single mother. And she's in South Africa. She ain't never been nowhere. She ain't never seen no big truck. She ain't never seen no highway. They go get her, I'm sure, to her. That's like the dream. You get to bring your kids here. You get to get... Because one thing about people from other countries in that situation, they be looking for the come up. They be looking to get out. And they'll do kind of almost anything to get out. Especially now. So now they all hype. She look a little young. She's nice looking. She's she's different. She's eclectic looking, right? So now they dating her. So they they sponsor her to come to South Africa. Cause one thing about the the husband, I don't know what he do. I think he like an engineer. He got money. Cause the girl don't the lady don't work. They got a real nice house, and they live in L.A. So L.A. expensive as fuck. So they got money. So um I don't know what he do though, but I forgot they said in the first season he do so he get money. So now, obviously, you taking on all these wives, you better have some money, right? So now, she got two kids or whatever. She in South Africa. So she comes to visit them. He like, she a bomb, bombshell. You could tell he all greasy and thirsty. He hugging her all hard. I'm like, ew. So, um, she get there. So she's like, my. she's all excited to see them. I'm sure she she ain't never been on a plane. She excited to be anywhere at this point. And I mean, I'm not taking nothing from her, but I'm just saying, you think that she's in love with the idea of sharing your husband? Maybe, because some people feel like, I'll do anything to get where I got to get. He got money. He going to take care of her and her two kids in um freaking L.A. How you coming from South Africa to L.A.? Your mind is blown. So... I don't like that. I think it's a little bit of manipulative. It's manipulative because who wouldn't want to come to LA when you've been in South Africa all your life? You ain't never seen a truck. Because when she guy guys here um, to LA, rather, she's in a car. She's like, everything is so big. Look at these cars. Look at the trucks. Look at this highway. Oh my God, I've never seen nothing like this. So he's feeling he's every American. Everything is big here. Oh, sir, please shut up. I just like wanted to throw up a little bit. But anyway, so like, I don't know. I think that it's a little bit like you using her and dangling the carrot in her face to be financially set. She can come here and she knows she can depend on him to take care of her and her two daughters. But anyway, so she gets here. So now the the main wife, they're still looking tired and stupid. She like, yeah, we got some new rules. Ain't no sex of no kind. So now this lady done came from South Africa. She stayed for five days. So he, she done put the kibosh. Ain't no sex, baby. So y'all better chill out. She was clear about that because you know you was bothered about the last one. Uh, right. So now she get there. She comes without her kids. So then she's like, oh, I love it here. Everything's great. I love it. I love it. I love it. So then they asking the one-on-one, Hi, what you think about um Dimitri? That's his name, the husband. Ooh, Dimitri is fire. He is so handsome. I can't believe it. So she ready to fuck. So th- so we already see where this is going to be, right? So now she there, they go on a little date. They kissing. Dimitri holding mad hard. He taking pictures of her butt like a creep. 
I, I don't even understand this. Like, this whole thing is nuts to me. But I'm like, but is it not interesting? It is interesting. That's why I watch it. So now, <laughs> so now, they, um, what happened? So, yeah, she's getting ready to go back home. So then come to find out, they got another potential girlfriend. So now they're going to, um, this another black girl. She got dressed great body. She's like a yoga instructor. She fine. So I'm like, mm, I don't know how this going to work. All these periods in one house, all these pH balances in one house. But the one thing about the last girlfriend, she like freaky. You could tell she into a lot of shit. So they did a phone call with her and she was like, this is supposed to be her first, um, multiple marriage or whatever. And all of that. So she going to say, well, I think that I've always been into the polyamorous because I've always liked to um, steal other girls' boyfriends since I was a little kid. Wow. That's what you saying? So the, the main wife was like, <laughs> she didn't think that shit was funny, nor did I. And she up here doing like yoga splits. I'm like, bitch, you ain't coming in my house with all of that. You ain't coming about. I'm sorry. I don't play no shit like that. But this is going to be interesting because now it's supposed to be all three of them. The one girl going back to South Africa to figure things out because the girl from South Africa, see, this is how I know it's G. She ain't told her mama, her brother, nobody, nobody don't know about them. So that's how I know. She, she trying to get this money. And the way she going to explain it to her family is, let me get in there and get settled, and I'm going to get y'all over there. It's going to be some shit like that. So now, old girl, next episode, she supposed to be coming to visit. That's going to be interesting because she's very open, ready to bust it open, super sexual. She's like, oh, I can't wait to kiss all of y'all. She into everything. So this is going to be funny. So now, that's them. That's the Snowdens. And then the Marit, the Maribest, the Maritists, or something like that. I got to tell you about these people, and then we'll pause for that, right? So the Maritists, they are white couple, young, young, I don't know if they Mormons, but I think they young polygamy couple. They got married super young. So now, they've been married 13 years. They have two, two boys, two sons. So now this the husband, he looked like a fucking psychopath, in my opinion. The eyes are the key to the soul. And it's telling me he crazy. So he got this crazy fucking stare, like a like a um he reminds me of like a pedophile. I'm not even gonna hold you. I, that's what I get from I get very pedophile, very sick vibes from his eyes, but that's just me, right? So now, they've been married 13 years. Like I said, they got two boys. Now, he wants to make up the rules that they're going to practice for polygamy. First problem, mm-mm. But I guess you need rules. Everything needs rules, child. So that's how you're going to have it go. So that's fine. So he says, he once again, on a 90-day fiancé shit, that TLC, TLC ain't shit. Because they one thing about them, they're going to make their money. They don't care who... <laughs> they don't care who's at stake. TLC gonna get their money. That's the one thing they gonna do. So now they got them hooked up with some online dating. Some lady from Brazil. We all know the Brazilians. Huh. They the hustle. They hustleman.com. The Brazilians. 
they hustle. They get out, they get them men fast and hustle. So now they got this girl in Brazil. You know, typical Brazilian girl, long dark hair, she curvy, nice little body. As they say, like that spicy vibe. Whatever, right? So this lady is like plain Jane, literally white bread with red hair. Like she is very regular. She don't even wear lips like lip gloss, like regular. This girl, she's all like cute. You know, she got a little thing going on. She be cute, little makeup on, little lipstick on, her little outfits and two-piece bathing suits, taking pictures, because you know, them Brazilians, they know how to lure your ass. They do they got that. They G game on 10 10 win. Period. So now he mesmerized, I'm sure, because he ain't seen nothing like that ever in his life. He always talk about how beautiful and soft her hair is, how curvy her body is. That's all he talk about. You see that? So now they've been on the chat nine months. Oh, I'm in love. I want you to be my wife. I want you to be she like cool. You know she looking for a ticket. Get the fuck out of Brazil. You know that. Oh, I ain't getting there, but y'all know they be on the, the hustle man. All right. So now, guess what the... Okay, so now, you know, she is in Brazil. She can't come here, and you can't get a fiancé visa. You got to get a fiancé visa, do all of that. But you know, you got to come here, you get the fiancé visa, but you got to get married. Ain't no way she going to be able to stay here, because they're going to send her back. Guess what bright idea the husband comes up with? Now, they legally married this white, the, the narratives. You know what the husband says? Well, the only way to get her here is I'm going to have to marry her. But in America, you can't be married to more than one person at the same time, right? So guess what? Guess what? You get a divorce from your third. He suggests the, his, him and his wife get a divorce and bring the girl here and legally marry her so she could stay. Because she's that much more important than you. This lady, the first of all, I can't even blame this behavior on this girl's mother. Because the mother is like, what the fuck are you doing? No, it's of the... And then here we go. It is of the Lord. The Lord said that this is what we should be doing. Y'all better stop playing with God. I keep telling y'all, stop playing with God. He don't do this foolishness. Stop. So now she can't eat, she crying every day, every minute. They had to go to the court, get a divorce. My thing is, this bitch get here and want to take your house, your man, your bank account, everything that y'all have worked and got together. She can because guess what you're going to be? Married and guess what you're going to be? Nothing. And the fact that a man can lure you into, this is why we got to do better with these daughters. Because... This is a problem. The fact that this lady has allowed herself to even agree to some dumb shit like this, this is a problem. But see, this is why you got to pour into your daughters. You got to keep them strong, keep their mind strong, keep them out of these ways that is not of the Lord. Because this is not of God. I said what I say. This here is not of God. And I don't care. That's what I'm saying. So now... You up there in a divorce court. You can't even keep yourself together. You crying. So you going to... And not only did you divorce, you had an amicable, amicable divorce. No paperwork. No 50-50. No nothing. You just divorced. So you don't really got shit. 
okay? And you missed your opportunity because you could have said you got a divorce, he cheated, something like that. You at least could have got something. You got nothing. Fine. You think that that's fine. You think that this is a good idea, right? Great. So now, um, the girl. So they go to Mexico. They go meet the girl halfway. She in Mexico. Go meet the girl halfway. Um. So um, so they can see each other because it's been a year since they seen each other. So he all can't wait to get to her. I'm sure he can. He can't wait to be all over her nasty ass. So now they go to Mexico. They get separate. She put her in separate rooms, right? And she goes and gets the room right next to them. Why would you do that? So you want to torture yourself even further, obviously, right? So you go gets the room right next to them. So she's like, oh, he's kissing all over. He holding her hand and all over her. So now what they doing, he proposed to her on the last. They went. Oh, they went before, and this is their second trip. So he proposed to her the last time. So, of course, this girl is like, bitch, I'm getting married. You see all, so she crying. Oh, it's hard to see him kissing on her. It's hard to see, to know that they're going to be having sex and all of this. Girl, this is you. You are an outsider. They could switch the whole game up on you. Get her Brazilian cousin to come and live their best life. Okay, but you're not thinking about that, dummy. And you got nothing. You don't got no security for your two kids. You are a disgrace. This is a disgrace that a that you let yourself be this person. I'm just I'm disgusting. It's disgusting. Seriously. So now. Scenes from next week, child. Whew. They at the um resort they at because they getting ready to get married. She wanna act, she wanna add her opinion in on the wedding stuff. And they, they ain't paying her no attention. She walks off camera, she crying. They was like, Are you scared that they gonna um no longer wanna be um no longer wanna you know, basically gonna count you out of the equation? She was like yeah, and she walks. Oh, I said you are an idiot. You don't. You this is our. This is a scam. This is a fucking scam. You're being scammed, you dummy. You don't see this. So now, oh, best part, y'all ready? The lady don't speak not one lick of English. They whole relationship has been on the translator on the cell phone. Yes, I just let's yes. Did you say that? Yes, I did say that. I just said that. Unfucking believable. And this is the stuff that this lady is allowing to happen. This is why your self-esteem gotta be on tight on 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 excuse me. Your self-esteem gotta be intact. Okay? And you have to, and if you know your self-esteem is low, you gotta do shit to build it up. You gotta go back to school. You gotta get you some street education. You gotta get you some formal education. Don't let no nigga play in your face like this. This is disgusting. But this is now next 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 um episode, honey. You're done. Once they get married, she's basically first wife. Your whole 13 years don't mean shit. You ain't entitled to nothing. Zero. You're done because you had an amicable divorce where you didn't want nothing. So all the things that y'all built in 13 years, you just gave up. So he could go be with some bitch who don't even speak English and move up in your motherfucking house. Get pregnant, have babies, and be reigned over you. How dare you? And how do you not understand or get this? The ladies got to do better. But I'm telling you, if you got a little extra time, check out this show. If you want to see some madness. Because this is the kind of shit that's good for your, um, 
it's good for you. You gotta watch this because you gotta you can't sometimes you can't believe that the things that's going on are going on. These things are going on. This got watch something like this to show you who not to be. Cause this is a hot ass mess right here. But you know what? I'm gonna do the part two of this because it's another black couple on there, and I want to talk about them. And then I'm gonna talk about my version of what polyamorous relationships are and how they actually can work depending on the situation. It sounds crazy, but don't worry. Roll with me. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know what I'm saying. But thanks so much for listening, and we. We'll talk. Y'all be blessed, okay? Bye-bye. Okay, so back with Eric and Virginia. So after they little blow out over the club, they arguing or whatever. So then the next day they go home. It's a big deal about her dog. She has a dog. I think the dog name is Rocky. He's pro- I think he's like a rambunctious dog, uh, like hyper, kind of a little bit, probably like her, uncontrolled, a bit of a mess. So he... Um, Eric, his dog, he has, I guess, is very well trained. He walks the dog without a leash. So when he said that he can dog, walk his dog without a leash and her dog don't know how to walk without a leash, she, like, lost it. She's like, oh, you're always so critical of my dog. Obviously, I think that's a reflection of how she thinks that he is towards her. I think she she thinks just like the dog, he feels that the that her dog is not good enough, and I think that she feels like he feels that she's not good enough, and et cetera, et cetera. So like I said, Virginia has a lot of unaddressed mental health problems. She literally has anxiety like no other. It's very bad. She needs to be on a couple of medications, but she did. She had like a big meltdown. It was a huge thing. He basically cursed her out. Once again, good old Eric fashion, you could leave. She was over it. She was like, I'm usually going out of relationships by this time anyway. So she was like, I'm out. Whole big thing. Producers involved, everything. All started because, I guess, the dog. But obviously, we know it was more than that. So I don't know. It was just crazy. So now, she did. She was talking and she admitted that she has had clinical depression before. The dog helped her get through that. She still has some mental health stuff she needs to work on that it's been worse since the pandemic and that she knows she needs to get back to it. I'm very glad for that revelation because she's basically losing her mind or having a meltdown. That's basically what's going on with Virginia. Um, so yeah, they did that, but then at the end of the day, they still was arguing and it shows even for next season, the scenes from next week. They're going to be like, okay, we're cool. And then you can see them. They having another disagreement next week. So these two, like I said, pack it up, keep it moving. But see, them fools, they're going to choose each other. Because they two people who got issues and they find comfort in each other. He he finds comfort in her because he thinks that that's his last chance at getting someone. And it turns out she happens to be younger than him. She happens to be really attractive to him. So she he feels like, oh my God, it's my lucky day. I need to hold on to this. He feels all of her daddy issues. Control he's controlling. He thinks he's a father. And it's some kind of weird exchange that they have. So that's them. And they they're gonna keep doing that. I don't know. It just seems like the combination for a super toxic relationship, but I don't know. I doubt that they will be leaving each other. I do believe that they're gonna choose each other on um on the decision day. So, I don't know.
So now let's see who's left. Mm, oh, God. Jacob and Haley. So now, Jacob and Haley make a decision now because, you know, they fight every other day. Every day they fighting. All day, every day. All day. So now, they call themselves taking a step back and basically going in the friend mode. So they went to go go-karting. Um, Haley won. She was talking shit. He was like, I let her win. Uh, he probably did. But um she's going on on. She's like, Yeah, this is it. I don't I didn't sign up to be serious all the time. I wanna have fun and hang out with my partner. Having like hang out like hangouts, that's not really like a partner. That's a homie. Like your marriage should not be like that. I, I just think that it's a component of Passion has to be in your relationship, or it's gonna be like a luster. But she's like, Oh, if we start here, she ain't doing nothing but backpedaling, creating a friend zone. And see, Jacob thing is he don't want to start at like friendly because he wants a wife. He don't want a friend. Because he could go 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 kart in with anybody. He wants a wife. So I think that she'll never fulfill the things that he wants, and he'll be he'll be sick and tired of her ass. And I really feel like once again go on and get them papers. I think that they're done. I think the whole season at this point, the experts are not even around really mentoring them and coaching them. They kind of freestyling and doing it on their own. Like I said, this must be a rendition of the um, pandemic edition. So we're going to give them some grace on that. So that's, a, that's the end of that show. And put in the comments if you got any thoughts or um, commentary. All right? Y'all be blessed. Hey, good morning. What's up, folks? Welcome to Candid Convos with Cam. I'm your host, Cam, and I am happy to be on. Hoping everybody is doing well. Um, please excuse me. My allergies are on another level this morning, so give us just a break. So, I just want to start off with some what's current. It's a lot of little snippets and stuff going on in the news. Things are kind of crazy right now. Um, I'm a little late about this, but that Quavo and Sweetie, the footage from the elevator of basically Quavo, he basically, like, kind of, like, pushed her down a little bit. I don't know. It clearly looked like they was having a little bit of a, um, a disagreement, a little scuffle, whatever. I mean, he didn't, he pushed her down, basically. He was the cause of her falling down on the floor, basically. Okay. So, now, of course, everybody's up in arms, the news is all crazy, oh, Quavo's an abuser, you know, they got people spinning it that way, but then, you know what I noticed, this is why the people need Jesus, because a lot of the memes and stuff for social media, which I hate, I hate social media, it's so, it's so, ugh, it has done such a detriment to the world, in, in, a, in like, 90% of the ways, it's, it's good some ways, but most of the ways, social media is what, some of the reason why the world is such a hazardous, trashy place. It's ridiculous. But anyway, so now a lot of the memes and stuff on social media, it's like, oh, um, if you ain't never had a situation like them in the elevator, that's not real love. And then, like, people saying, oh, how much they love toxic. That's the new word. People think that's cute. When they be like, oh, my toxic trait is... I'm like, what is wrong with this generation? I can't do it. It ain't always the young people. It's the older people, too, because they fucking crazy, too, sometimes. But, like, 
a lot of the like I don't know what this is like in my opinion. First of all, you know what? It's a different generation in a way because I know old people who deal with this bullshit too. But I think the new generation, like Sweetie and Um Quavo, they're very young. They're into that old toxic, if it ain't crazy, bust your windows, key your car, love, then it ain't real. So, I mean, I guess, but my thing is this, sweet, uh, sweetie, get your shit together. Because my thing is, you can't be out here making public statements about I'm single, you trash, you cheated on me, X, Y, and Z, but then you up in the elevator getting beat up. But they claiming that this is before the relationship ended. So, at this point, I feel like, what is there for us to do? It ain't up to me to judge. But the good thing is, at least I hope that that was a derivative of how this relationship ended. Because... I I don't know what kind of love the people out here experiencing. I don't believe it's love. I think it's basically toxic infatuation, being obsessed with somebody. I don't like that stuff. That's not something that I want to be involved in as a person. Love is something that's supposed to be good, gentle, kind, um, 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 uplifting and warm and all of that. This bullshit that y'all out here talking about, oh, if it ain't this, I don't want it. Y'all go ahead with that bullshit because that's crazy. My thing is this. I don't think any, why is anybody putting their hands on you in any way? I don't think a man should be putting a woman, a hands on a woman anyway for nothing. Like my thing is that we got to argue to that point that you for you got to touch me besides in a loving and affectionate way to argue or get your point across. It's obvious that we should not, we are not supposed to be together, but yeah, that's me. So I don't know how this is going to fold out, unfold. I think they're trying to spin it like Quavo's an abuser, but then everybody's like, oh, he didn't really abuse her, he just pushed her. But that's another thing about um black people and uh, protection of black women. They always do that. They always negate it. When it's us, anything to do with any kind of physical harm, trauma, um, 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 you know, embarrassment, anything, people will always support it in a negative connotation for black women watch, I'm telling you, watch it, it it ain't me, it's what it is, just watch and see, I'm telling you, that's how it goes, but, um, yeah, that's the, that wasn't what's current, but isn't really current, nah, nah, we don't care, so, um, yeah, next, unfortunately, got the news that, um, DMX had a drug overdose, which, um, caused him to have a heart attack, and they were saying how he's in grave condition or whatever, so, I don't know what, I don't know what to say about that. I feel like, of course, my mind and the, the human in me is the prayer that he will recover, get better, make a change, but also the, I don't want to call it skeptical, but the real, the realist in me knows that he has been fighting that drug battle for a very long time, and the battle is winning. Um, so it's so many obstacles and things to face because I have family members that have had battle with addiction, and addiction is really, really hard, especially depending on some of these drugs, those hard drugs to get off of. And I don't know. Sometimes I don't think that the people got what it takes. It's very hard to get off of drugs. Look at all of the people who succumb to drug use, especially in the entertainment industry. 
you got Whitney Houston, Prince, Michael Jackson, like all of the greats basically kind of died from some kind of inappropriate use or overdose of drugs. And look, look at the, um, and people don't want to believe that, like, addiction, if you don't curtail it, it can be in your family line. Look at Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, drug addiction. Um, she died of an overdose. Her daughter, same thing. Bobby Brown, super duper addiction, been fighting forever, still in the battle. Son died, overdose. That's not a coincidence. And then he's going to make, I remember, um, side note, Bobby Brown makes a statement talking about, oh, I need to know, um, I need some answers about what happened with my son dying of an overdose. And it, the answer is you. You the answer. The answer is not for nobody else. You are the answer. Look at yourself. Look what he's seen. Look at his life. And God knows, I don't know what this child mother condition is, but I mean, Bobby was high enough for everybody. So even if his mother ain't touched a drug in, a, in, in ever, Bobby was high. Bobby, Whitney, and them during that time, and I think that was, I think that was his oldest son. So he done seen it. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just unfortunate. When people are battling that drug addiction, I say extra prayer. Because it's, it's, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it ain't something that the people could kick. Like, and then especially in the entertainment industry, because you get money so quick and so fast. And then you got people around you. It's all the vices to drink it, which is the gateway lead to the drug. So, like, I don't know. Like, but I do pray to God that DMX recovers, that he gets well, and that all things are well, because, you know, that's not, you know, that's not why you want to live your life, you only get one, and then you kind of just do this, so, I don't know, my prayers and thoughts are with his family, all the fans, because I'm definitely a DMX fan, the talented, talented man, and it's so funny, because I just looked at an um, interview with him on, um, Oh, God, what's this show with? I think his name is Noriega. All them, that show they at that table with all them liquor bottles. That show, I forgot what it is. And he was talking about when he first met Prince. I remember that show. I just And that's funny that I just seen that. But um, I pray to God he makes it through. And um, it's uphill from here, you know? Yeah. So, um, oh, Last Night versus Ronald Isley and um, Earth, Wind & Fire. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest with you, no cap, I totally forgot that it was on <laughs> because I, I don't be paying attention to a lot of stuff. And I try, I don't be on social media like that. But, um, yeah, that happened. I tuned in. It was like 11 o'clock at night and it was still going on. And I was like, damn, this is late. But, um, yeah, Ronald Isley made the debut. He had the... um. The cat daddy beard. It was cute. I thought he looked good. He looked good. Um, you know, he ain't no stranger to the plastic surgeons. Face look, he looked good. He old as hell. Um, Ronald Isley, he got to be in his mid-80s. He old. And I mean, he looked good. He looked like he's still beginning popping. You know, him and that lady he with. That white lady, I forgot. That lady, he got a white his wife is um a Caucasian lady. Um, yeah, it was alright, but odd, you know, they stand up, the man with the guitar gets up behind them all the time, I don't know, it's fine, but whatever it is, that's, that's, um, 
you know, that's your ancestors. So you're going to respect them, whatever they do. They sound they good. Earth, wind, and fire, I don't know. They jumping up and down. I don't know, first of all, why they would see this so close. It's a pandemic. I don't know. It was weird. The man with that man, who, yo, that man with the wig on. I mean, but you know what? For all due respect, those are the legends of the industry. Whatever way they want to do it, whatever way they want to flip it, I'm for it because I'm for it. I'm for it. I'm for everything they're trying to do because that's history right there. So we're good on it. Um, t- yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, so now, to our little reality reels, um, discussing Married at First Sight Season 12, this past, this last show, the show from this week, Tuesday, um, yeah, like, I feel like the show has run out of gas because, I don't know, it's probably pandemic taping, I have to believe that, and we talked about that the last show, pandemic taping, that gotta be a thing, I'm assuming, Gots to be right. All right. So, <sighs> Chris and Paige, basically nothing, which I I am I'm happy about. It wasn't really nothing going on. Um, Chris had a little one on one with his mom. I was annoyed by that. They was on there eating. Chris always eating. They must the show must pay for food. But okay, so he's on there. He eating with his mom. He go. He called himself, I guess, telling his mother, you know, I've decided to to get a divorce. Not that that's big news. We knew that day one. You you are idiot. So the mother says like, oh, you know, I'm that's that's fine because I'm not. No, he's saying that they decided to get a divorce. I think the mother says something like, I'm not surprised because. You know, you got a lot. Basically, you got a lot of shit going on with you. So I didn't expect Paige to really basically put up with your shenanigans and stuff or whatever. So I thought that was interesting how she said that. It was interesting. So she was like, yeah, because, you know, I didn't expect her to really be putting up with your shit. So I was like, "Mm, I guess. So then, um... He was there explaining the things to her, and he was, like, kind of smirking. It was very annoying. It was basically lackluster. It was nothing, nothing, zero, anything, energy. The whole thing was really a waste of time. That whole camera session, but I guess that they 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 kind of hustling for tape because it ain't really was nothing going on. It ain't nothing interesting was going on about none of that. So, yeah, she was there like, oh, you know, I feel like you didn't give it your all. But I think the face that she had, though, she know her son. She know her son. She know he ain't shit. So, I think that she ain't even sweating. I think she was, like, on there listening to him. She was like, oh, well, you you got upset, so you going to leave, right? And he was like, yeah, because it's not what I want. And I'm like, child, whatever. So, I think that that was a thing. Um, yeah, the whole thing was kind of lackluster, to be honest with you. Nothing really happened. Paige had, um, dinner with her brother, which her brother, I, you know what? They, they must don't have their mom because every, I, I don't believe that Paige's mother was at the wedding, right? I don't know. I got to look back actually, because her brother was there. His, her brother's a young man. He's married. I mean, I feel like he gave her pretty good advice, which I was like, wow, you know you got some sense, so why your sister up here looking like a fool? But 
that's neither here nor there. But um, yeah, they done. Thank God that chapter is closed. I'm sure when they come back with decision day, it's gonna be some drama because Chris is a clown. And he really got a lot of unaddressed. He's first of all, he's very attention seeking. And for him, quote unquote, to have his father involved, his father probably is a horrible example because his father is very sleazy and greasy like. So I think that that is a big contributor to um, 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 Chris and how he is. He's not a man. He's a little child. And it's really disgusting and very off-putting and extremely unattractive. But that's just what I think. But we, y'all will see. So I guess the um, decision day is coming up. So I guess he'll come, of course. <clears throat> Excuse me, because he want to be on TV. Paige will come. She want to be on TV. She hope he'll take her back. Blah, blah, blah. Next. So, um, Vincent and Brianna. Excuse, <coughs> excuse me. As Of course, my allergies. These allergies are, like, horrible. So, of course, Vincent, Vincent and Brianna. Mm, they seem fine. The storyline was stretched. There was nothing going on. They went on their little bike ride. They had to have no arguments. They claim they look like they talking it out, working it out. I'm sure they'll choose each other. I think that's fine. I think that's the only home run of this season. And I'm happy for them. I do think they need to stay in therapy because they need to talk. Because, listen, Vincent is still angry. He is still angry. I don't want people want to glaze over it because it's so cute and they're so cute. No. Vincent still needs to work on his anger issues. He's an angry person. That's important for longevity of their marriage. That's going to be important. So I think if they keep up the work and do what they got to do, I think they'll be fine. Um, Ryan and Clara, they're the exact same place. And that's all. Ryan and Clara need to get a divorce. Because Ryan can't even talk to her. He don't really trust her. He, he keeps saying about trust, trust, trust. She keeps pressing him about intimacy, sex, love. She tells everybody all of their business. Ryan is very uncomfortable about it. I do not think that he likes it. I think that it's turning into something that's making him not like her. And I think they really should go their separate ways. Clara, she got a lot of mental health things that she needs to talk about, about her self-worth and esteem. I don't know what happened with her mother and father. She did say she had a tumultuous situation because her mother and father and them used to be... It's either she don't know her father or something, but her mother and father used to be extremely religious, and she's very anti-religion now. Shit like that don't just happen. Something happened. Something with Clara happened. She need, she got some trauma that's unaddressed that she is not worked on, and I think that she got to work on that. There's no way that she's going to be ready to be in any relationship. That's why every relationship she's been in, she told the people that she loved them. They be like, nope, and moving on. I don't think that that's good. So I think that she need to, they need to go to separate ways. I definitely know that. I don't, I know that they need to go to separate ways because that relationship is a dub. It's a dub. When your husband calls you pal, you need to throw in a towel, period. That's just what it is. So, yeah, I think for them, it's, it's, it's a done deal. I think that they should go their separate ways and go get someone else. That's what they need to do. Because they don't need to be with each other. They need to be with other people. This is not the match for them. It is not. And another thing. This is, oh, they did the tantric yoga. Ryan was so uninvolved and unconnected. 
listen, you a man, this woman on top of you in all kind of crazy flailing positions, legs open, crotch to crotch, you like laughing. You like, oh, my back. Now, my thing is, Clara is a small girl. You, he pick up, he's a worker, he work out five, six times a week. He picks up like five or 600 pounds of weight. You're going to say, oh, when Clara on top of you with your, with the leg extension thing, oh, you're heavy. Oh, oh, that my back. Really? <laughs> Yo, he playing game. He do not like that girl. He was like, get off of me. He was like, I see why people do tantra yoga. Yeah. You see why, but you obviously don't see why because it did not work. So that whole thing was a mess. It's a mess. They got no connection. The sexual connection is nothing. And I don't even think they talk a lot. They always sitting on it. She always sitting on top of him, up under his armpit, holding on to his hand and all, trying to look connected. But they ain't got no sexual connection. If you ain't got no sexual connection, you could throw the whole thing away. That's just my opinion. They both, if they look like I know, to save their own feelings, they need to go separate ways. Because this is not it. Nope. Um, who next? Virginia and Eric doing what they do best, getting drunk and fighting. That's all they do. I started to think, well, Virginia is an alcoholic. I think she turning, um, Eric into an alcoholic because it's been one too many scenes. I see him with the slurred speech on camera. They be drunk, drunk. So now they apparently went to a club. Virginia went to the bathroom, she says, or went somewhere for a half an hour. Who stays in the bathroom for a half an hour in a public place? Nobody, especially a female. So, um, I guess Virginia went to the bathroom 30 minutes, 40 minutes. I don't know if she went with a friend, but I think Eric controlling, jealous, right? Basically her father. He like, bitch, where you was at? That's all that was. She felt like, oh, I was at the bathroom. That wasn't a good enough explanation for him because he like, mm, I don't believe you. You need more people. And she was like, well, that's what I said what I said. Nah, it ain't I said what I said. So now they had talk, they had a little tra- drama from there. They was going back and forth. It was going on. Then they go to the house. Something about the dog. They 